This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. This is Anne on Manawatu Spotlight, which today is shining on some upcoming events for your enjoyment. With us today is Keegan Aplin-Thane from Palmerston North City Council. Welcome, Keegan. Kia So firstly, I believe we're midway through a programme called Creative Community. So what is this? Yeah, so we've got a, a Creative Communities programme. It's part funded by Creative New Zealand and then uh, Council tops it up, I suppose, to give it a bit more meat. Uh, and, and fun fact, we've actually, I think we're one of the heavier hitters as far as uh, cities goes in terms of match funding with that um, uh, government support. So Creative Communities is essentially like a seed fund. Uh, uh, it has about a couple of rounds every year. Um, there's a panel that um, kind of uh, assesses applications for anything and everything arts. Um, so if you're into performing arts, visual arts, um, spoken word, other bits and pieces, then by all means, um go and check that out um, and so luckily enough for listeners um, we're midway through I suppose the um, application period for this latest round so uh, on the 2nd of August the uh, Creative Communities um, Fund just recently opened and applications are accepted until the 30th of August don't feel like you got to rush yourself though if you're keen to put an application in because these things do come around every couple of, um, couple of seasons every year. So what what um, sort of things is is it? Um, I know you said arts, but mm-hmm. um, is, is it individuals can ask for money for something, or, or yep. is so it, you can how be, does it work? You don't have to be necessarily in a corporated society or anything of that like uh, that fancy to uh, apply. Um, they're kind of small grants of up to five grand, from what I, what I believe. Uh, and so you can do anything from like arts workshops. Um, you can do. I know that there's been things like arts therapy workshops that have been hosted before, uh, performing arts um, pieces and stuff like that, uh, arts related um, kind of events uh, or things like <coughs> uh, mural support and other bits and pieces. So um, it is it is very broad in its definition, and it's really up to the panel each year to decide what's. Uh, worth investing in and not worth investing in, and the, and these are for local things. So it's yep. it's not as though you'd say, right, I can I have five thousand dollars so I can go to um, some big competition overseas or something like that. Um, p- potentially, actually, um, not that I'm on the panel, but I would I would suggest to to poke that bear a little bit because I suppose in that instance the artist is actually representing Palmerston North Papua on a national international stage, so it's actually pretty good for us to back. Um, but yeah, as you said, um, every district has their own creative communities program. So it's basically if you're living in the community in Palmerston North and Manawatu Greater, or just Palmerston North. Uh, there'll be different ones in Manawatu Greater and Horafenor and Tarador and the likes. Yeah. All right, and there's any cost to the um, person? Presumably, it's a sort of a fundraiser, I suppose. Or hoping for well, it's a grant. Yeah, it's yeah. a grant system. Mm-hmm. So you um, put a put your proposal together. You've got a budget, and then you fire that through. And then the panel, a panel made up of uh, a couple of elected members, um, a couple of council people, and um, uh, arts experts in the city, all help fund that. So, how do listeners go about 
um, that if they... I just Google Creative Communities Palmerston North. It's going to be the quickest route to it, uh, rather than necessarily tapping in a URL link. Right. Um, or you could go on the pncc.govt.nz, and then you can go into the Community Funding tab, and that should get you to it. All right. So that was something that I knew nothing about, so I've learned something. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's been a pretty solid um, uh, grant for so many years. Like some of these grants come and go and they change in other bits and pieces. This has stayed really consistent, so it's a good little baseline support for our sector. Well, it's obviously something that I'm, I'm not terribly creative or, or <laughs> into the arts as no, such. No, so I, 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 I don't have any talent in that scene either. <laughs> if, if, if I, oh, well, I go and support things and watch things. Um, you know, cultural groups and those kind of things. So well, that's the critical thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. we've got a really good, um, particularly, you know, theatre sector and, and performing sector, and it's, you know, it's only as strong as its attendance base. So That's true. So it's a matter of advertising, advertising, advertising mm-hmm. in some cases. Mm-hmm. Right, so you have a programme or a rather project. It's called He Kupu Rangatira. So what is this? Yeah, so He Kupu Rangatira or, uh, was originally incepted as the proverb pathway uh, it was a really cool piece of work that was um, uh, supported under our Welcoming Communities pilot. Um, so Welcoming Communities is an initiative that a whole series of councils have signed up to um, in partnership with Immigration New Zealand. But it's all about how do we make our cities um, really manaki newcomers or welcome our newcomers into the city and make them feel part of our community as quickly as possible. Um, and so <clears throat> one thing about that is how does our public spaces actually reflect the different cultures and communities that people have kind of originally come from and are now here? Um, because uh, as we spoke to in a previous um, episode uh, on the Arts Trail, there's a piece called Pacific Monarch and it actually highlights actually how um, mixed our awesome uh, cultural bases as a city. Um, and so the proverb pathway or Hekupu Rangatira, you can find uh, up at uh, Te Arapikiatane, which is the steps of Tane, um, and that's up at the river. Um, if you go down Kashmir Drive uh, across the um, bridge there, you can get to it by car, or if you want to go up to uh, Tomotua Potua, um, then you'll find a, a dinky little uh, walkway behind the observatory that'll get you there. Um, but essentially, as you do that little walk up and down uh, what I would argue is one of the best views of the entire um, Awa River, um, you'll be able to spot a whole lot of different um, uh, proverbs or whakatoki that have been gifted to this project and their, um, and from their original dialect as well, which is really special. So it's uh, not just um, Māori whakatoki, it, it's, um, no, as it's you a said, whole it's multicultural host. from... Yeah, it's great. And so the real spearhead for this one was um, a, a couple in, in Arahomai, I forget the names, was um, from Massey University and um, particularly interested in linguistics. And they did a really cool um, job of rallying together the right group of people to be like, how do we, how do we reflect, um, I suppose, different whakatoki, different proverbs um, from other places so that there's a multitude of contributions into the city. Really awesome. So is this this... Um major steps that go down or either down from the observatory down to the river or and um, a bit further on up again? Or yeah, that's, that's the one. So oh, it, does, right. it does a good loop. Um, so it can be quite congested in peak times because you've got lots of people uh, training, um, you know, uh, being a flat city that we are, finding a good set of steps to do exercise in is a little bit rare. Um, but also it's a beautiful view of um, across the river uh, around by the Albert. Albert Street entranceway and uh, pump tracks there. 
Um, an awesome attachment to Hekupu Rangatira uh, by the same group was actually um, during the Festival of Cultures, last time we had those, um, they put up a whole lot of different um, proverbs that were related to different businesses in Jaw Street and their kaupapa uh, or their mission. Um, and so as you walk down Jaw Street next time you grab a coffee, have a look for these little blue posters in the windows and you'll find new whakatoku that you never thought of before. All right. And so each each one um, says what culture it's from. Yep. So it, it, it says it in their language. Yep. And then it has a uh, translation. translation. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's all take that there. I think some of those steps might be a bit too steep for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I could go to the top and look at the ones that are around the top yep. and, and go, um, so the same, go down the bottom. Helps you, helps yeah. you look around at different um, – notice different things too because the way that they were designed and implemented, uh, there was a UCOL student that we, that we had on board that helped actually with um, kind of designing some initial concepts and they thought really hard about not just doing um, uh, whakatoki on steps, but also doing them on seats, rocks, um, little freestanding pieces. So you've really got to look around and it actually helps you kind of just uh, be aware of the space that you're in. So they're all, all still in that general area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know about that and, I, and hopefully neither did my listeners. So now we'll all... Um, go and get all congested with all these runners. Don't all <laughs> rush in at once. I can give you that much feedback, yeah. Well, I, I, I guess. Um, and I understand that um, you can actually see the, um, oh, what do you call it, the solar sands from up there during, at night time. That's a good way of describing other, it, actually. Uh, yeah, solar side. sands. Yeah, I hadn't heard that before, actually. I, mean, I just call them glowstones. You know, oh, so right. It's a little bit more mundane than what you saw. Yours is a bit more um, uplifting, I must say. I'll bring that one back to our comms team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and um, Arohomai, I've, I've, uh, I've forgotten the name, uh, Warren Warbrook and Rewiti Araperi from Rangitane and Manawatu were involved in that big project. But it's basically a brand new kind of hard stand area. But instead of just doing a big concrete pad, it's actually a beautiful piece that actually conforms to the bend of the river it's got a story behind it um, related to the star constellations um, and it's um, also just happens to be a really good space for hosting events now so last Matariki if you were down there um, that's where we hosted that and that brand new kind of river space it's always been there but because there hadn't necessarily been that connection or that landmark there it's now a place which is great so is is there a, um, a sign saying what it's all about uh, good question. I imagine there will be in, in, in due course, um, but we'll be adding that to the Pami Art Map sometime. All oh, right, because I, I often walked down along the riverbank there and I've, I noticed it in progress. I thought, oh, mm-hmm. what are they doing there? <laughs> but I, um, and I haven't actually seen it glowing, but um, somebody tells me that it, it's wonderful from up the top there. Absolutely. So. And there's actually, I suppose there's a bit of a watch this space because <clears throat> we'll be doing a lot more intent, intentful work around lighting um, particular pockets of around that river loop um, and so um, you know it's one of those things when you build like Herakotahi or something like that you get a lot of happy problems a lot more right. people want to visit at all hours of the evening and how do we keep people safe around those spaces um, across the river from Herakotahi um, between the two bridges there um, that's particularly cool I've done a number of night bike rides down that way when it's a bit quieter and um, Rewiti Araperi's got a series of um, uh, uh, pieces that he's actually um, had cast in. I think it's like a a glowstone resin type mm-hmm. uh, material. Um, 
and it just booms um, at night with um, blue and yellow colour. Um, and so that's worth having a look at there as you go through that space. Yeah, well, I'd have to go down there because I've sort of looked coming down the hill and have never seen it. So I thought, oh, it's supposed to glow at night. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool to be able to kind of find these little pockets and stuff like that through the city. You know, it's got, it builds a lot of curiosity amongst the public. And and also there would be the sceptics and what a waste of money. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, to to those types, I say, I mean, if you you, you can't really um, grow a city without investing in it, so you you get in what you put, you get out what you put in. You know, so to each his own, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So we've uh, um, talked about the um, Hikupu Rangatira, which is sounds like an exciting place to go and visit down there. The those big huge steps from uh, the observatory down to the riverbank. So go and have a look at that at all the whakatauki of the various cultures. Um, be very enlightening, so I intend to go sometime. One of those things that you do when you say, when I get around to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> so, not going anywhere in a hurry, at least. Not no, unless we get well, a massive flight. So. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> yeah, touch wood. Don't, 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 um, don't go t- tempt the gods. Yes, true. So... Um, and we've heard about the Creative Communities Program, folks, so don't forget to go to that website and um, get your application in by the 30th of August if you're wanting funding for whatever it is in the arts that you wish to do. So Palmerston North is a city rich in culture, and it's got many websites with information. So um, one is called the Heritage Trail. So can you tell us about that? First of all, what is the website? Yeah, so there's a couple of factors in this. So it's worthwhile plugging manutuheritage.pncc.govt.nz. So that's a really awesome heritage resource. And in fact, I think we had Tereda do a 150th bigwig dinner um, the other day at the Regent Theatre. And one thing that he is really fond of is looking up local history. And he said Manutu Heritage is one of like the one of the best resources he had found across the country when he's done these gigs. So check that out. As a kind of attachment to that Manutu Heritage resource is a trails app. Um, and so if you go up, uh, you look up Manutu Heritage on the App Store, so it's either Google Play Store on your smartphone or on the app, Apple App Store, um, look up Manutu Heritage and it should come up with the Heritage Tours app. <clears throat> and so there's a whole lot of tours that have been loaded up on there. Um, some really cool ones have been around um, military history. Um, and I think... It, it, you know, some people can um, not necessarily recognise how strong um, a military history we have, uh, distinct, uh, and it's quite distinctive um, compared to other places. I remember a friend of mine growing up, he lived in Bulls, and he always said, uh, you know, if you ever want to be in a place in a world war, uh, Palmerston North is probably the most well defended out of anywhere in the world um, with Ohakia and uh, Linton and all that. So check out, download the app. Take a look. I think there's a uh, might be a women's heritage tour. We're, we're building up to a couple of extra ones. Um, hopefully, we'll get um, a tour in partnership with Rangitani and One or Two to help um, tell a bit more of their corridor and stories um, because everyone just laps that up um, and builds cultural competency at the same time. Eh? Right. So, um, and we have a One or Two Heritage Week. Um, I think it's called Heritage Week, which the um, City Council. Um, archives group puts on and um, there are several places that you can visit through that uh, so are they on these heritage trails or is it something different that uh, um, yeah so each just... each local history week is like an excuse to to add to that 
that narrative and add extra trails and things like that. Um, we still do the kind of live walking tours because people like that kind of interaction. But if you're into a self-guided tour, the app's great. Um, but, yeah, definitely um, keep an eye out for the next local um, history week. I think if I just looked it up, I think it's usually kind of around November times. So um, Rangatani, there's a lot of history tied up with Rangatani, obviously. Mm-hmm. So are there any particular places that people can go to find out about that? I mean, apart from the library and getting a few books out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, because you can't just rock up to um, Rangiotu Marae or, or anything, can you? So. No, no, not without a, a kind of booking in a real good business case, I suppose. Um, they've been they've been pretty well subscribed, actually. Um, it's really awesome to see them pumping out um, you know, school groups and other other groups to kind of build that um, understanding from the outset. Um, a really good place to go is to Manawa. They've got a whole section to do with Rangitani on Manawa too. Um, and that's a really good way to set yourself up. I know that we've had a number of artists, international artists, that have come through, and the first thing they want to do is be like, oh, look, let me, can I understand the lay of the land, you know? And so it's a good place to go. <clears throat> um, and then uh, also just kind of, I suppose, keep an eye on, on the media as things come up, um, new, new progress and stuff like that. Um, there's a couple of Facebook groups um, uh, from the likes of Natikini Otu and, and um, a few other places that um, do regularly post. Um, so that, you know, for instance, there were some recent installations that were put in uh, around Timaraihini, the square, and also out by um, the old uh, Hokafuru Lagoon um, Teachers College. Um, in the park there, so which is um, now going to be a whole lot of whole lot of housing. housing. <laughs> yeah, beautiful view. Um, so that's pretty pretty exciting. Um, bit of a shame to our um, people that are pretty fond of brutalism her- uh, heritage, though. Um, me being one of those, um, I always say that uh, I suppose Napier's got Art Deco. We've got brutalism, so <laughs> we just haven't learned to love it yet. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so old old fashioned stuff. So yeah, and another website's called ArtMap. So what's that? Yep. So we've got a little online um, map that's <coughs> designed to keep a repository of um, corridor behind each um, sculpture or or um, prompting galleries, free walls, murals, all of that kind of public art stuff. Um, and it's pncc.govt.nz forward slash art map. And so the cool thing about it is you can, it's mobile responsive, you can chuck it up on your phone when you're walking around and see what's near you. Um, it's also got connection into, you know, artists' um, profiles, websites that it can link to. Um, as I've said in previous episodes, there's some awesome links to video footage um, or um, one or two standard articles about the piece, good, bad and ugly. Um, and um, so it's a pretty cool um, little resource there. So it's probably the most authoritative as far as if you want to see all the public art in the city, that's probably the best place to go. And it was on the back of the art trail guide, which we talked about in a previous episode. Um, And so recognising that physical guides, you know, they get updated once in a blue moon, whereas to update a website and an app is real easy. So that kind of has that little baseline level of knowledge for you. Right, so we've got art trails, heritage trails, um, and the archives in the in the city library are they accessible? 
I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, good, good question, person. actually. They're, fr- they, they're friendly enough, they won't bite, um, so you can always <laughs> ask. Um, but I'm, I'm not too sure on that front. I, me as a council person, I know that I can pretty much access anything um, when I need to for projects. But, um, yeah, they've got a really good connection in with the likes of the National Library and, and National Archives down in Wellington and things like that. Um, so they've been really, um, really helpful. Right, so is there anybody or anything else that you think might help us if we want to know about um, heritage and or arts? Yep, so um, I suppose a good plug, um, watch the spaces. I'm I'm pretty sure there's um, some works in the future around a coastal arts trail that does include Palmerston North. Uh, I suppose on relative terms, we are still close to the coast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, not that growing up here, you'd, you'd know that. Um and so th- I think that connects in a bit of a cool tourism trail between, say, Whanganui, Taranaki, um, us, and, and further afield. Um, so in the future, if you want to do a really nice weekend trip, day trip, you'll be able to kind of open up that uh, resource um, and then zip around um, the lower North Island um, if you're really into that. I know I follow a number of kind of Instagram pages that have um, some people that go to all all lengths of the earth um, to follow their favourite artists uh, when they're doing pieces and things like that. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed we'll get another Street Prince Papayoya uh, mural art festival in, in town that created a bit of buzz. Um, it's not every day you get some pretty heavy hitters from the likes of kind of Los Angeles and and uh, it's Italy and uh, Ireland and things like that. So it's pretty cool. Right. So um, watch the space as, as Keegan says for upcoming things. Um, and when is the, like you said, there was, uh, I think you said 50,000 put aside in the 10-year plan. Um, is that annual for, for new arts? Yeah, that's every year just for sculptures, oh, yeah, right. to support the Sculpture Trust in particular. Yeah, okay. So not not every sculpture goes through the Sculpture Trust. There's also other kind of contributors and things like that. Um, <clears throat> you look in history, like the Lions Club and things like that have done um, bits and pieces as oh, well. Right. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, when you kind of do a deep dive into it, you'll realise how many different contributors there are to the city and it's not all just council doing council stuff. Um, one cool one group to follow or maybe join is um, the Manutu Art Society and they host a number of talks every so often um, and they're f- about good, uh, awesome artists, um, local artists, um, other bits and pieces. So it's a really good one to follow. Um, and I suppose just as a, a bit of a closing comment, it's really, really inspiring to to kind of be in a city um, that kind of treats public art and visual arts as a bit of an incubator. Um, you know, the city's a bit of an experimental base for a number of our public um, artists. Um, so you'll see with the likes of School of Design, um, Te Putahi Atoi up at Massey, the Massey Māori Visual Arts School. Um, you've got a number of programs run through Square Edge. You've got Ucol Design School. Um, we've got a whole host of really awesome kind of incubator groups to actually breed the next generation of artists in the uh, city. And so that's really what we're trying to reflect in the city as a whole, um, not necessarily trying to pick um, people from always from further afield when they're at their peak or necessarily um, wait till people make it big elsewhere and then come back, but actually helping them along their journey to build oh, their right. portfolio up. So some people might not like some of the art in the city. You know, I don't like that one. That one's a little bit messy for me or whatever. But actually, or you know, I really love that one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just it. It's a bit of a numbers game. You throw enough at it and some, someone's going to like something because not everyone agrees. That's, that's true. 
So next week we hear from Luke McIndoe who gives us a smattering of some upcoming events between now and Christmas. And as I said, Keegan's got the Arts Trail. So um, thank you very much for coming along, Keegan. Thanks for fitting me in, Anne. And now we're going to hear a rendition of Now is the Hour. you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.